You're listening to episode 126 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to Alexa in Canada, episode 126. Today I have a fantastic guest, Drew Cosgrove, all the way from Scotland, talking about the tremendous success that he has had in producing games, skills for Lexi uh, here in Canada. Before we get to that, I do want to just tell you a little bit about an upcoming event. Actually, two events, in fact. Uh, One of them is a group chat. We had the first one last Wednesday morning, and we had a couple people jump on. It was great, and we decided that we're going to do it again. So you just go to alexaincanada.ca slash chat, and you'll be able to join us uh, on Wednesday morning. If you're listening to this the day the podcast comes out, then that'll be tomorrow uh, at 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time or 11 Eastern. So that's the first um, event. The second one is the following Wednesday, May 20th, is a big day because I'm launching a brand new event, The Voice Den. And this is all about bringing the community together, having a chance to uh, chat with some of the leading personalities and influencers in the voice space. Um, And so if you want to check that out, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's very different than any other type of online experience. Um, You know, it's not like a typical webinar where there are lectures or anything like that. It's all about having fun and having some real connections and real discussion with these people. So um, you can check that out at thevoiceden.com. Now let's get to today's podcast episode. I am speaking with Drew Cosgrove. He has produced many, many uh, Lexi skills, specifically games. And in fact, he actually has 26 of these live in Canada. He has more when you look at uh, them spread out throughout the world. And, uh, you know, why he has more in other places is actually part of the topic of this discussion. So we talk about two of his top games, which are actually in the top 10 uh, in Canada. And we talk about some of his thoughts on being a developer, some of the challenges, and where he plans to go with all of this in the future. So I'm really excited to introduce you to Drew. And uh, without any further ado, let's get right to the interview. Hey there, Drew. It's uh, it's a real pleasure to have you on the Alexa in Canada podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Terry. It's uh, thrilling to be on the podcast. I've listened to the show for years now, so it's re- really good to be here and uh, to speak to you in person. That's great. That's great. Well, you are you're not in Canada, but we are going to be speaking about Canadian content. Where are you right now, so the listeners know where you're calling from? I am in Edinburgh, in Scotland, at the moment. So that's where that's where I'm based. And uh, yeah, so I've got quite a few games that are successful in Canada, but I'm I'm based in Edinburgh. Okay, wonderful. Well, let's let's get into a little bit of your background, your story. So I'll get you to introduce yourself to to the listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I've been uh, involved in IT and computing for many years now. Uh, but what I was finding was I was losing my technical skills, you know. So as you become more and more senior, you become more and more away from the uh, technical things, which are quite interesting. So I decided to reskill myself. And this culminated in, well, how, how could I prove that I'd done this? How could I express this? And when the Echo device came out in the UK, I decided, well, that's what I'm going to do. I am going to build an Alexa skill. And so I built an Alexa skill, and the skill I built was Animal Letters, Mm -hmm. um, which was a game that my uh, 
sister played with her kids and what impressed me about that game was that it seemed to even with teenagers teenagers would still play this game so the game is basically you pick a letter of the alphabet and then you go around in a circle each person has to guess an animal starting with that letter okay uh-huh. so i can make that into an alexa skill because alexa could be be that person so you, alexa takes a guess you take a guess alexa takes a guess you take a guess and so that right. was a way of writing a computer program that can make use of those capabilities. That's um, great. Yeah. And, 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 and obviously, these, the skills that we're talking about today are in Canada. So for the Canadian listeners, you for, for certain can, can check them out. And they're actually quite highly ranked skills, and we'll get into that as well. I'd like to take a step back, though, and just learn a little bit more about your background. So what kind of work did you do? Like, were you with a company? Did you have an independent type of business? Or what, what were you doing? I was with the company, so I spent a long time working for a mobile phone company called O2 in the UK, and okay. then I worked for a consultancy, an IT consultancy. So, okay, okay. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time traveling. I used to go to Amsterdam quite a lot. Went to London quite a lot as well. Okay, gotcha, uh, gotcha. But 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 now, but now I am actually full time on Alexa development. That's what I do now. So for the past two years, that's all I do. One hundred percent of my time is spent spent doing this. Wow. Okay. And so, and this is something that you're doing independently or as part of a group Correct. or no, independently? Independently. Everything is done by me. The skills are written by me. Everything's done by me. Fantastic. Okay. So as I alluded to, um, you've got a couple of top ranked games in Canada, one of which you've mentioned. Um, and the other one, well, let's, let's dive into that a little more. So, so uh, Animal Letters is one of them. And uh, tell us about your other skill. Uh, that's, that's one of the top, top 10 here in Canada. So the other skill that's popular in Canada is a, a game called Feel the Pressure which is a, a quiz. Actually, the, the first time I heard of your podcast was because you'd featured Feel the Pressure on the podcast. And so <laughs> I, I remember got that. to hear about this. And, and to my surprise, the game was very successful in Canada. So I was, I was really thrilled about that. Uh-huh. Um, so when I wrote Feel the Pressure, I'd, when I finished, well, well Animal Letters is never really finished, right? It's just constant improvement. It's just change after change after change. So you you add in more animals, you add in new sound effects, you allow more functionality, and it just never stops. Even recently in the past month, I've made another change to it. And that mm-hmm. game is now, you know, coming up for three years old now. You know? Wow. And yeah, so, yeah, you know, so the changes n- never stop. I did lots of varieties of letters games, and then I decided to do this quiz, and... A lot of the quizzes around at the time were uh, multiple choice quizzes. You know, it was choose A, B, C, or D. Sure. And I just wanted the idea of a sort of free form question because I thought it was quite magical. You could just say an answer uh. out of the blue and Alexa would answer it. Now, that's got lots of technical issues with that, which sure. made the game quite tricky, but it's still quite thrilling to do. So feel the pressure has some constraints in that, the answer to the question is always a letter. So it will, it will tell you the letter of the alphabet is F, and then it will ask you a question, and the answer will be, we'll start with F, for example. Mm. You know? okay. And again, it's the same with that game. You just improve it. You add in new uh, sections to it. So as well as those types of questions, there are questions about who am I? So it will give you a description of a person. You have to guess who that person is. Uh, it will give you who, you know, there'll be a... Uh, a questions about who who said this and and sometimes i'll actually have the actual speech itself you know so the speech is given by a famous person i'll, I'll, I'll be speech so you're trying to make as much of the audio as possible so sure. as you develop and as you build more and more of these games you get 
better at doing things. You get better at compensating for the speech recognition issues. You get better at adding audio into your games because audio just makes, you know, sound effects just bring the games to life. They, they really transform the games, you know. Um, I, yeah, I so totally agree with that. that. In fact, in fact, I was playing it this morning, just knowing that we were doing this interview, and I love it. Just the the, the sound effects that are in there. I haven't come across a, a question yet that was that had the actual audio or the quote, but that's a great idea. I love that yes, just to make yes. it more uh, more engaging. Well, those are quite difficult because you have to find uh, ones that don't have any you know rights on them. You know, so they're public domain. Uh, yeah, and also they have to be famous enough because the game you know is played in America, in Canada, in the UK, and you know, wherever. So you know, it has to be something that is generally, you know, covers most people. Most people could reasonably know the answer to this as well. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's really, I, I think the best way I can describe the game, and tell me if you'd agree with this, is it's sort of a, a twist on a trivia type game, but in, in such yes. a way that you're at, you're giving them sort of a clue with the letter of the alphabet that the, the answer starts with. And then, like you said, like you described, there's various types of questions then that are asked, and then the Correct. person can give a free form answer. And the other thing about Feel the Pressure is uh, the the voice in the UK for Alexa is different from the voice in Canada. You know, so they have different mm. accents. Mm -hmm. And and the voice in the UK, I thought, sounded a lot like uh, a lady called Anne Robinson, who you may have heard of. She was the quiz master for a game, uh, a TV show called The Weakest Link. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know yeah. if... if that was successful in Canada or not, but but she had quite a stern uh, voice, and she was quite rude to the players as well. She was uh -huh. a little bit rude, you know. And so uh -huh. I wanted this this game to be a little bit snarky as well, uh -huh. to make snarky comments, and that that is uh, that's another part of this game. Now that has pros and cons. Some people like that part of it, yeah. and some people really don't like that part of it. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that's another feature which I brought in later, which unfortunately isn't available in Canada at the moment, but there is a perfectly polite mode which you can have, which gets oh, really? rid of all that and, and, and makes it a nice game. But unfortunately, that's not available in Canada yet. It's uh, only available in the US and UK. Uh, huh. right now. It's interesting because I, I, I personally, I kind of like the idea of that, of giving it a little bit of a persona. And then yes. it's not just like generic Alexa. Correct. Um, I personally like that, but I could see how some people just might not, you know, prefer exactly. to have that type of type of interaction. But yes. that's great. So, um, so as I said, these are these are two of the top ranked games in Canada. So it's not bad having two of the top ten um, as far as an independent developer goes. So that's really it's cool. Great. Congratulations! It's great. Yeah. Really good to know. Yeah. Um, I'd love to learn a little bit more about you know, developing skills for Lexi and some of your thoughts and um, maybe some of the challenges and, and how particularly that relates to also the Canadian market versus other markets. So um, that's quite a broad question, but you know, how are you finding developing skills? What are some of the challenges and that sort of thing? So the first challenge was one that I didn't realize when I started was a challenge and that's speech recognition. So mm. Alexa's speech recognition is so much better than the stuff we had in the 90s and early 2000s right mm -hmm. but it's but it's not perfect right mm -hmm. it's not perfect and it makes mistakes so when it works it's it's fantastic when it works it's, it's magical when it works but when it doesn't work it's terrible if you have to repeat yourself and it doesn't understand you that's really frustrating yeah and if you yeah. repeat yourself again and it still doesn't understand you or it thinks you said something else that's incredibly frustrating yes so most of my games re rely heavily on speech recognition so when mm. that goes wrong the entire experience of the game is really badly affected and people take it personally people take it very personally actually if, if, if you can imagine speaking to someone 
and they repeatedly didn't hear what you said, it would start to get quite personal, you know. So that that's very tricky. So a huge amount of effort on my part goes into trying to compensate for any speech recognition issues. So a huge amount of testing. So I have to yep. test to make sure that the speech recognitions are ironed out. Uh, during the, the live run of the game, I actually capture what the missed answers were. So if, if someone said the wrong answer, I actually capture that. Because huh. sometimes they didn't say the wrong answer. It was just Alexa misheard what they said. And hmm. sometimes when you look at those missed answers, you can see clearly that Alexa has just missed that. You know, so, uh, for example, one of the, the, the biggest ones was in the, the uh, US. Uh, if the answer was Jaguar, as in the big cat or the mm -hmm. car Jaguar, it would be picked up as Jaguar. Okay, oh, Jaguar. So that, okay. now, now that's a very simple example, but yeah. there are loads of examples like that. And the only way you can catch those out is you, you store them in a database. You don't have to download that database, put it into a spreadsheet, and just have to sort it by the, the counts of which ones happened the most and go through one step at a time wow. manually. And if you can correct that, that's fine. And that process goes on all the time because the, the speech recognition uh, capabilities sort of change. So Amazon are obviously doing improvements. Mm -hmm. uh, more people are using the devices. So different types of mishears where Alexa doesn't hear correctly are happening. And sometimes I can work out what the people have said, and sometimes I can't work out what they've said. You mm. see? So I've got and, to try and put those compensations in. And how do you correct that then? So for, with the example of Jaguar, do you then yes. go back and enter that sort of utterance as an option for the animal? Or what do you do about that? No, so what I do is it, 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 it's uh, very simple. There's a something in computing called an if statement. So all it says is if the answer is Jaguar mm -hmm. and the person said Jaguar, mm -hmm. then make what they said Jaguar. So I just change it. So I basically can accept oh, the answer then. Okay. So if you can imagine okay. in my programs, there are just lines and lines and lines of, of that sort of uh, transformation where you're changing the answer because you know that they did say the correct answer, but it hasn't been picked up correctly uh, i you know. see i see oh very interesting okay that so that's that's sense. very tedious but yep. it's it actually makes the games work if you don't do that then the games will be really bad and so unfortunately obviously most people will have uh, when they experience that might not have a good experience but i did have one review recently that said that she's had the best speech recognition experience on this game than any other game so that made me feel really good you oh, know wow. that well, all great. that effort you know but as i say most people if they get a bad experience and obviously that that can be very personal and they really don't like it you know sure uh, sure and Absolutely. if on top of that the game is rude to them as well which it sometimes is then obviously they really don't like it you know so uh, that's <laughs> Yeah, you can't, I guess you can't please everybody as far as that goes, but uh, but no, I understand what you're saying. That's great. What, what other yeah. things have you noticed in terms of, I know that, uh, you know, one of the things about developers is trying to make some money with what they're doing. What are the issues with that? And, and Yes, and, so uh, one really... of the things that's uh, pertinent to Canadian users is that uh, Alexa developers basically have two ways of making money. So they can be rewarded by Amazon, which mm -hmm. is uh, Amazon will reward developers who have uh, well-used skills. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's via a program called the Alexa Rewards program. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Alexa Rewards program isn't available for skills in Canada. So right. if you have the number one skill in Canada, you won't get any rewards for it. It's only available in certain countries. Uh, 
in fact, it's available in most countries, to be honest. So it really should mm. be available in Canada, but, but it, it's, uh, Keep it's our not. fingers crossed. Come soon, and, but yeah. And, and the other one that's really interesting is something called in-skill purchases. Uh-huh. So that's where uh, the uh, you can buy, usually for a small fee. So my games, it's usually 99 cents, and it's even cheaper if you're an Amazon Prime user. Mm. Uh, if you can buy some functionality. So for example, on Feel the Pressure, if you don't like the rude comments and the snarky comments, you can buy perfectly polite mode, which takes mm-hmm. all of that out and makes a nice, nice game. Mm-hmm. If you want animal letters or other games, you can buy the unlimited time mode, which means that you, you can have all the time you want to answer a question. You see? Mm. So there are, there are basically, at the moment, when that does eventually come into Canada, which, which it will, uh, and, and I'm sure there's a very good reason why it hasn't, because Amazon would have put in by now if it, if it was straightforward. But once that comes in, your Canadian users can expect to be at least offered lots more functionality. Um, and That's... remember, Amazon are actually encouraging developers to go down that route because they don't, they're trying to wean them off the rewards and get them to actually try and make money from their own skills, you know, to try and make the, the skills so, so compelling that people will, will be willing to pay money for certain functionality. And, and sure. That's such an important features. point here for Canadians. And I know that's a, sort of a little of a sore spot for Canadians too, because so many of us are, we hear about all these other features and functionality that are available in other countries and then we look at ours and we can't do it and people are like well why doesn't that happen here and like you said there are there are good reasons but um uh, what can i say hopefully hopefully it comes soon for the users but also for the developers because i think it really is is important for for both sides both sides of the coin there yeah um any other thoughts in terms of developing and uh yeah i mean the other thing i think i can probably discuss this under another subject is that we have to remember i think it's really important to remember how early we are in the whole uh, voice uh, system at the moment. So mm-hmm. anything to do with technology, anything to do with computers will make a mockery of the past. So mm-hmm. the functionality that you have now, if you think it's it's good and it's okay, in 10 years time, people will oh, look yeah. back on this and just think, how could you possibly even have used this functionality? It's terrible, it's, 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 it's unusable. So. There are, there are lots of issues where that happens now and, and it sort of holds things back. And I sometimes sort of think of it that Alexa, although it's, it, it's, it's amazing, it's not prime time yet because mm-hmm. when it becomes, when the speech recognition is almost 100%, yes. when they get the artificial intelligence behind it as well to, to kick in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you will be dazzled by that functionality, right? Completely huh. dazzled by it. So when the iPhone first came out, when the iPad came out, it was right. dazzling, okay? Right. But there was a whole, there were years and years and decades of functionality that came before that that wasn't anything like as good as that. That was terrible, it was clunky, you know? And that's what we can expect to happen. So one of the issues that is a big uh, problem for developers at the moment is discovery. So that's how do people know that these games exist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so not only how, how do they find them, but let's say you play a game of Animal Letters mm-hmm. and the next day you can't remember what the game was called. Mm, right. The only way you can play the game again is if you remember what the game was called, okay? now. What would be good is if you could say to your device, uh, Alexa, what was the game that I was playing yesterday? 
and it yes. told you, oh, that game is Animal Letters. Would you like to play it again? Yes. You know, that's the sort of thing you want. And that will come in, right? So there are lots of things that Amazon are doing now. If you've got a show, which is the uh, Echo device that has a screen, mm -hmm. currently that will actually display on it sometimes games that you've played recently or, or, or skills you've played recently. So they're trying to get into that. They're trying to build that up. But it's important to remember where, where we are at the moment and that, as I say, this the interface sometimes can feel very clunky, but mm -hmm. when it works, it's it's, it's magical, and yes. it will get closer to the ma that, that magic. There are there are thousands of people working on this. You know, there are huge computers behind the scenes. We've got a simple little Echo devices, whatever, but behind the scenes, there are so many people working on it. It's such a huge project. Yeah. So much money being spent on it. And as I say, in you know five, ten years' time, this will be dramatically different. Yeah, yeah, it's really. I mean, that that's the part that gets me really excited is just the the the, the future vision of it. I think it's uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's a good place to kind of finish off. Can you give us a little sense, if you can, of kind of what are your some ideas in terms of the future here? What you're doing with your own uh, games and 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 skills and that sort of stuff, and kind of what are you thinking about now going forward? Absolutely. So the, the my main focus at the moment is uh, I've been working on improvements to a game called The Daily Question, which is a, uh, a daily question every day. It's got a lot of drama, a lot of sound effects. I, I'm trying to get sound effects into the actual questions as much as possible as well. Uh -huh. uh, and I'm offering fantasy money there as well so people can can win and lose fantasy money. So it gives uh -huh. a bit of a it's, it's a bit fun to it. It's like a sort of mixture between who who wants to be a millionaire and a sort of trivia, daily trivia quiz. Okay. Um, okay. One of the things I'd like to do, of course, in, in Canada is, and as soon as this is, is available, is introduce uh, some of these new features uh, so that the Canadian users get the full features of these games. And also there's, there's even one game which I can't properly promote in Canada at the moment because what it does is it gives you, I think, 30 questions for free and then after that, you're meant to pay 99 pence and you'll get another, say, 600 questions. Okay? Oh, I see. Uh, yep. But because it's not available in Canada, at the moment, it only offers you 30 questions. Uh, and obviously, that isn't something I want to promote at the moment because people won't be very impressed by that. You know, So sure. um, that's that's what I want to do. Uh, I want, want to focus that's... on that, yeah. Well, that's great. Sounds like you're having a lot of success with what you're doing so far. Uh, let's just highlight again. So the two, uh, particularly those two skills that are in the top 10 in Canada, Animal Letters and Feel the Pressure. So we should encourage, I'd love to encourage the audience to to go and check those ones out. And where can people go to learn more about you or what you're doing and otherwise connect with you? Okay, so uh, games like Feel the Pressure, uh, Animal Letters and The Daily Question all have their own Facebook page. So if you have any comments about the games, any improvements or any suggestions for improvements, please, please go into there. Uh, you can contact me at animal.letters at gmail.com. And I'm also on Twitter as Drew Cosgrove. That's all one word, D-R-E-W-C-O-S-G-R-O-V. And you can contact me there as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Drew, for spending some time here on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it and chance to open their ears to a few other great skills in Canada. So, um, so thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Terry. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Definitely, definitely check out Drew's uh, skills. They are some of the best games in Canada, as as you heard. Um, 
You can access the links to the skills through the show notes page, which of course, as usual, is at alexaincanada.ca slash 126. And again, quick reminder, uh, join us Wednesday morning, 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time uh, for the group chat at alexaincanada.ca slash chat. And as well, uh, join us for The Voice Den next Wednesday May 20th, the first episode launching this brand new project, this new way to interact, a new online experience, and I hope that I will see you there. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you again very soon.